Welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today, we are talking about Tantra and sex with Tantra expert, Tantra coach, Tantra everything, Tantra Courtney. Hey, Courtney, how are you? (laughs) Hello. Thanks for having me on the show today. Yay! I'm so glad that you're here because I, yeah, I can totally hear you. (laughs) I'm so glad that you're here because uh, for the last, like, I think two years, uh, listeners have been asking to, like, talk about Tantra, and I had, I just didn't have the right person. So I've been checking out your stuff. I, you know, been checking out your IG, and I just love what you do. So I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and teach us about some Tantra. Yes, I'm glad that you you found me, and um, you know I am the right person to ask. Yes, so I'll be I'll be happy to share that with you guys today on the show. Yeah, more about tantra. Love. Okay, so we're talking about tantra and sex. So tell us about yourself. Tell us what got you interested in your work and what you do. Well, I started off as a nurse. I my dream was to be a surgeon. And, you know, through a series of scenarios, I ended up being a nurse, an OR nurse at first. No way. And I just always loved the human body. And so what brought me to Tantra was when I was working as a nurse, I was in this relationship that was, um, it was just a dry relationship. He wasn't having sex with me. Mm. And I was like, I was sexy. I was like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> um, so I was looking online and trying to find ways to improve our intimacy and get some sex. And also, um, like, I wanted to learn how to meditate at the same time. So I was looking online, and I found um, this online program that I could do that included meditation, and it would help me with my sex. So I was like, yeah, great deal. Let me do okay. that. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, I found it through needing it, basically. I was wanting to, like, improve my sexual intimacy in my relationship. So, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And so what got you into the coaching? I think so. Oh, the coaching. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, you know, so um, I was working as a nurse, and during that time, I had already gotten my, already gotten my certification, and um, my patient passed away, and it was, you know, it was a great, very fulfilling job, and I loved it. And so by the time he passed, I was, like, ready to do something else. I was very fulfilled by that, that job, mm. and I wanted to deepen um, my knowledge of healing and, like, find my own way to help people. Um, and actually use the healing skills that I had learned and that I had cultivated. Because even when I was a kid, like, I would be asked to lay hands on things or I would be asked to, you know, pray for things because, you know, I, I think that I get what I want or God listens to me more. And I always accredited that to having very strong faith and feeling like I was protected, feeling like I was the golden child. No matter what I went through, I always felt that way. And so Tantra really just enhanced everything for me. Um, and I, what I do with the coaching is it was my way of helping people one-on-one, which is what I was doing as a home health nurse. Right. But now I can do it in my own way and really address the issues that, that I want to address, which is like sexual healing. That was something that I worked with on myself, still working with, um, it's, you know, it's, it's a continuous journey and I enjoy it. And now I can enjoy teaching people what I know and that's based in nursing and based in Tantra and it's really effective. You know, I can really be effective in helping them to heal from their trauma and just live better. That's all it's about for me is living better. Like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, not about having all these skills and knowing, you know, how to use energies. But it's more about living better, feeling better, feeling more connected, having more love within your body and um, just enjoying life. Love. So, yeah. 
I love that. So what I do with the coaching is I help people create plans for themselves. I help them create, it's a, you know, it's a lifestyle. So I really help you to create ways to integrate the practices, which is all it is, just practices, habits, um, how to integrate it into a life that works for you, into your schedule, into things that you actually like to do. And yeah, that's, that's what it is. Awesome. So we've been talking about like coaching. I already, I already stepped like 10 steps ahead. But before we go through all of that and just what you do in your work more, what is Tantra? Like how would you define Tantra for somebody who's never heard of it or for those who are kind of interested, you know, been hearing about it but don't really know what it is? Um, I would tell people in the ways that we understand things now, I love to connect it to something that we already know about. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I say that Tantra is a... Um, spiritual health regimen, just like you would have a workout regimen to maintain your physical health, your physical strength. Tantra is a spiritual regimen. It's spiritual practices that work out your spiritual strength and stamina and integrity and allow you to, um, what it really, what it helps us do for talking, you know, on somebody that actually understands at least basic foundation of what energy and chakras is, because mm-hmm. you're working with chakras. It's a chakra system, working with subtle energy. And from subtle energy, that's the foundation of every, all of our suffering, all of our disease. It starts at an energetic imbalance, right? So when we understand we have a system in place where we can use those exact energies and balance them in a way that changes our health, then we are fully empowered. We don't have to suffer. We don't have to be sick. We can do things about our symptoms before they turn into full-blown, you know, full-blown mm-hmm. sickness and illness. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do things to excite our sexuality and bring more energy into our pelvis so that we have more expanded orgasm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's an energy practice, and a lot of people will say it's magic, <laughs> which it is in many ways, but it's our natural magic. It's our natural magic that we all have. We're all able to use it. We just need to learn, and um, that's what I do. I teach people how to use the magic, how to use the energy. So what is like, I, I, so here's my perspective because I'm still learning myself. So I think the most popular and don't judge me. I think the most popular person that I've heard speak about Tantra as, especially as it relates to sex was Diddy. Like he talked about how him and his partner could have sex for like 40 hours straight and it was tantric sex. And I think it got people super like interested but you have some people who are like tantra is breathing and like meditation so like what how does one start a practice (laughs) and is it that is that or is that just like a myth that like diddy came up with you know what the um i've heard that before and it's it's something that whenever you are taking on a spiritual practice you want to have it with the right intention and for me i i feel that the right intention is for um, your holistic health, for your betterment of your, you know, yourself and your body. But we have to be careful not to do it for, like, ninja, sex ninja trick reasons. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you could say you could have sex for 10,000 hours, but what the hell for? What you doing? Like, <laughs> so it's like, let's start with the basic, the, the most tangible way that we can get some real results. Let's be, let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. And I think being realistic is um, learning how to first be aware of energy. That's the first step is being aware of the energy that we're talking about that we're using. Mm-hmm. You can't perceive it, then you can't use it. 
Um, well, you can, but you can use it more consciously when you can perceive it. Mm-hmm. And so, what you know, how to start a practice would basically be: How would you start to get in shape? How would you start to build a stronger, you know, build up a part of your body to make it stronger? You would start to exercise it. Mm-hmm. And so, what these exercises are, since we're working with energy, is they're energetic exercises. And the breath is the best, you know, best um, way to use energy um, when you first start because it's so easy. We all breathe. If we stop breathing, we die. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a really useful tool. It's very accessible. And um, what it does, what breathing helps us do is connect our minds, which is where we're perceiving things, right? That's our, our perception center. So it helps our minds connect with subtle energy by focusing on sensations, focusing on where it's moving, focusing on um, where it's not moving. So one of the things that I do in my daily conscious practice, even if it's not sexual, is mm-hmm. I breathe and I feel into my body where that breath is going, where it's not going, um, where I feel relaxed, where I feel like I can't relax, mm, um, where okay. I feel good. So it's really just allowing yourself to relax and explore the sensations happening in your body. And then let's say I'm doing that at you know the grocery store instead of just standing in line being impatient. I actually do body scan meditations. Um, and that over time, those little ways that you get to implement the practice into your life expands it and it really, it grows exponentially. Um, and then sexually, the same things that we do that are just meditation and breathing, we can apply that sexually. We just have to open ourselves up to that concept. We never think of bringing meditation or spirituality into sex. Mm. Um, but now, you know, we have, that's why people are asking about Tantra because they're like, how do you bring that into, you know, the bedroom or how right. do you make it sexy? Right. That was my and next question. One of yeah. the things that we have, yeah, you know, it's one of the things that we have to learn too is sex is always not going to look or feel sexy and it doesn't have to. Um, sex is a tool. It is a adventure. Um, it's a mode of spirituality. It can be a lot of things. It's a stress reliever. It's a medication. <laughs> and so we can change our intention, you know, with sex. And also when you change your intention with it, change your whole perception of it. Why is it, why does it, your sex have to feel sexy and juicy? Um, if you're using it to work on, you know, moving emotional energy, maybe it'll look a little cryy and sad that day, but it still did exactly what you needed it to do. So, um, one of the things that I know a lot of people ask about is how do you masturbate when you just don't feel like touching yourself or, you know, how do you do it to make it feel good? Right. Um, and that's one of the things that I practice a lot of. And, uh, and I totally understand the struggle. I, I don't even masturbate every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it very often, but I wouldn't <laughs> say every day, like I don't make it mandatory, but it's a very regular part of my um, energetic spiritual maintenance. But anyways, when you're trying to get sexy, or it's not happening for you, or you're trying to get into your self-pleasure mode, um, I really focus on why am I doing this. And many times, if your why is not strong enough, then you don't even do it. And that's exactly what should happen. Because when we experience sex or pleasure, we should be in alignment mentally. So mm. mentally, like, I want this. My mind's not other places. My mind doesn't want to, you know, escape somewhere else while I'm experiencing this. It wants to be here. And then emotionally, emotionally, I want to be here. I'm not... Um, feeling unsafe or uncomfortable, like I actually want to be here. And physically, physically, if those two minds and emotions are in alignment, your body will usually follow. And one of the things we might learn as we continue to do our self-pleasure, 
and work on ourselves is um, we learn our actual natural function. We've experienced sex a lot through performing. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of sex, but we haven't really honestly, openly just been present for the sex and got to know ourselves through it. And so allowing sex to be something where you learn yourself and adventure it actually makes it more interesting, more curious. And if you think about it, curiosity is what drives sexual desire. Mm-hmm. Um, when we when we want to have sex with somebody, this happens a lot with older couples where they lost the desire to keep doing it because it's like we've done this a thousand times. Like I know what it feels like. I know what it tastes like. Like I've like you can miss me with this one, right? <laughs> but if we were, and usually what you know the therapist will tell them is to switch it up, get something you know, do something new, spice it up. And it's that curiosity that reignites the fire because it's like, ooh, I'm excited to see where this is going. Not already know exactly where this is going. No, I. Yeah. So it's it's just I think I'm trying to. I have like I have my own like tantra book. I'm sitting in my office right now, and you know you talked about like the you talked about like get like understanding the chakras and getting that in alignment so would you say like tantra is like a meditation and just and just a mindfulness kind of exercise or just practice like a mindfulness meditation breathing regimen that basically makes us just more yeah, into so the, yes i i would say it is that but you know it's it's hard to put tantra in one sentence because it does <laughs> more it does so much more um, or you can say that the results of it are kind of, they have branches. They're, they have many, many arms to the results of your tantra practice. But yeah, you're right. In the end, it is a um, mindfulness meditation-based practice that you can integrate sexually and non-sexually. And what it does is over time with practice, it changes the vibration, the frequency of the energy in your body. It transforms it so that it's a healthier vibration. And mm-hmm. at the same time, you're expanding your awareness of these energies, right? Because you're using it all the time. So I keep using these energies all the time, and I actually can perceive the energy everywhere I go a lot easier because I'm now getting used to it with so much practice. It becomes real to you. Uh-huh. All right. Okay, fine. So how can we take the Tantra, the mindfulness... <laughs> <laughs> and integrate it into our sex and our sexual health and our sex life. Well, like you said, you said meditation, right? Yeah. So I always say meditate and masturbate. Oh, okay. And the difference difference with that is usually we will lay down and have sex or a pleasure, and you just jump into it, right? Like you make the space and you do your thing. Uh, But imagine setting it up so that it's like you're going to do your morning meditation with candles, you have incense. You have music, and you first literally get all your energy from focusing on usually the, the thought flow of the mind. That's where we're, we're focused at. So bringing that focus down into the body and starting your pleasure in a meditative state, a more relaxed mental state, and uh, a more emotionally present state. So now you've got your mind and your heart in alignment before you've even brought in any physical pleasure. And that alone is going to change your entire experience of whatever you do. It's going to be more more awareness, more sensation. Um, I don't like to promise people more pleasure off the bat because it depends on where you're at. It depends right. on how you feel. If you've had trauma, if you've had a lot of mental stress, then you might not feel pleasure off the bat, but you'll feel some energy moving. And that's, you know, that's real. You can do that. Um, but there's a process to waking up. And I always like to 
um, compare it to like a foot that went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like a foot went to sleep, right? And it, as it continues to wake up, it tingles first. And that tingle doesn't even feel good. That shit is annoying. Mm-hmm. You want to shake your foot and make it stop, right? So yeah. that phase is also part of our waking up. Um, so this waking up part, what I'm talking about is imagine our bodies like a city with lights on. Mm-hmm. There are areas of our city where the lights are out. You can't see it. It's a dark area in the city, right? Mm-hmm. And um, energy and blood flow doesn't go to that part, that dark part. And so it becomes unhealthy after a while. It becomes um, disassociated. So we don't really feel it. We're not aware of it. And unhealthy means we can actually get some kind of you know sickness or disease from it. Uh, and this happens a lot with sexual trauma. So let's say, especially I've, I've dealt with sexual trauma. So I can tell you from experience, it's like the lights are shut off in your pelvis in, in that part of the city. I see. And so what happens when you use your energy, your tantra practice to wake that up, is you consciously bring in energy, more energy, and you light that part of your body up. And it doesn't happen instantly, but it definitely does happen over time. Sometimes it does happen instantly. I've had situations where I feel like I had an exorcism um, oh. from doing a self-pleasure session. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I really did feel a lot lighter. Like, my body felt more whole. It felt um, more a part of me. It felt more, more positive. And that's what we can do to ourselves, do for ourselves all the time. And we need to because in the society that we grow, we live in, it's not a safe city. It's not, it's not a safe environment. Right. And so it really takes us knowing how to hold our own peace, how to create space and love inside of our bodies so that we can not only just survive here, but flourish in a world that beforehand we felt like we were just walking around, you know, it's trying to hurt us. Right. And it builds up this defense inside. So, so that's what I meant by, by lighting up is you literally start to bring more awareness and life and pleasure to parts of your body that were dark before. I love that. And you, and so I think, I like the way that you describe that because I think that's something that often comes up when I host workshops and like people are talking about their experiences. Like I want to actually orgasm, but like, I just can't. And it's not like, I mean, we know there's a million reasons why people can't orgasm and there's like a physiological you know, some physiological stuff that may Mm -hmm. go on, but like, just like my brain is occupied or I'm not there. And I just think it's fascinating that, you know, really a lot of things can just simply be in your mind and Mm -hmm. literally just the way that you can breathe through things or just, just giving, just being mindful for five minutes. Like this, this year I've been practicing like just mindful eating. I know that's totally different from from what we're talking about right now, but just like the sensation. It's, not. it's actually part of Oh, okay. Cute. Okay, fine. I'm an expert too then. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I mean I like practicing mindful mindful eating and just like sitting with the food in my mouth and actually trying to like taste all the flavors and not waiting until my my problems before were just like waiting until I was like super hungry and then just like putting the food in my mouth and then like five minutes later I'm like damn what did I really eat or like oh I wonder how mm-hmm. that actually tasted I was just trying to just like feed myself so this year I've been trying to be like okay I'll snack and then when it's time to like have a meal I can like really enjoy it and like put my fork down and like not try and talk 
while I'm trying to eat so I could really be present. And I think we forget how important it is and how good it can feel when we're just like present during sex. So I appreciate you bringing that perspective. Yes. Yeah. And you know, the eating, um, eating mindfully is something that I use in my coaching also. Um, that's something that helped me to get control of my eating was really just feeling your meal and feeling the energy of your meal as it enters your body. Like Mm. that's something that I always have my clients do. So you, you are already doing it. I feel like we all naturally have our ways of tuning into ourselves. Even if it's just dancing and feeling your body and being sexy in the mirror sometimes, like that's the way of connecting with the energy in your body. So I, I, you know, I love it when people already have things in place that we can just enhance and add to and that makes that a part of your mindfulness practice. Right. So, all right. I noticed that some of the work that you talk about is in relation to using Tantra to overcome sexual dysfunction. And you talked about building intimacy and activating orgasm. How? Why? How (laughs) does it do that? Well, remember, we're talking about energy. So we're talking about aligning the mind, the heart, and the body. Mm -hmm. So when these things are in alignment, you can use energy because you can use your mind to direct it wherever you you want it to go. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, um, when I'm working on sexual trauma, right, and we're talking about even a female body, she can use energy as far as we're going with sexual energy. So to me, um, the healing system that we, you know, I teach would be fire. So we use fire element energy. Um, we could use space element energy. Um, so there's five different chakras, right? Mm-hmm. Five uh, energy centers in your body. Yeah. looks very similar to the chakras that you see everywhere, you know, in yoga poses. Um, and so we can use one or several of these energies with our mind, imagining the actual color using mantras that go along with each of those five chakras. Um, So for instance, fire is Ram. So I could be using those, the vibration of color, vibration of the mantra and using those frequencies within my body Mm -hmm. to transform the energy in my body. Or I could use those same things to direct the energy in my body. Where do I want it to go? What do I want it to concentrate? If I'm a man and my dick won't get hard, mm-hmm. I can use my mental focus to bring fire energy, sexual energy down into my pelvis, into my penis so that it can get hard so that I can stay present with it. Um, if I'm a woman and I, have, I don't have vaginal pleasure or vaginal orgasm, mm-hmm. um, there's, a, there's a few techniques involved with that. Um, but that also is going to involve using your mental focus and bringing it all the way down to where do you want that pleasure to go? Where do you want that energy to be right now? And many times we'll realize it's not going to be in our pelvis because we're in our head the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or it's not going to be in our pelvis because we feel scared or insecure about something. Mm-hmm. We're not fully relaxed. And whenever we're not fully relaxed, that also means that we're somewhere preoccupied about safety, which is not not present in our body with our pleasure. So redirecting any stress, redirecting our thoughts to where we want our focus to be. And that focus is on pleasure. It's on our bodies. So that's why it's important to meditate. It's not just about, you know, having peace of mind, but being able to direct energy where you want it to go, being able to connect with your body. I think of it like having an internal sonar. And I've been building my internal sonar over time. But I've I've healed myself from asthma. I've had asthma most of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And when I was, I was using my inhaler for about five times a day, which is a lot. And I got sick of it. And I'm like, I have, I do Tantra. Like, I know how to do something about this. I'm not going to do with this shit my whole life. And so I, you know, I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, what do I know? And how can we make this work? And, um, you know, I formulated my own regimen and I committed to not using my inhaler. And instead, I use my energy. I call them energy inhalers. Mm-hmm. So there are certain breath practices that I use whenever I felt a slight um, exacerbation of asthma. But it took a lot of awareness because I had to catch it before it got too bad. And also knowing, you know, having that whole fear of the whole time I could I could pass out from trying to use energy right, instead of my exactly. inhaler. <laughs> like, yeah. So was, yeah, I'm like, is it working, Lord? <laughs> So how, yeah, how did you do that? I mean, yeah, how did you, I know, I know part of it is overcoming the fear. I know that's part of it, but like, like physically, like in your body, how were you able to not pass out? Was it just like, okay, I need to calm down and not freak out that I'm wheezing? It was, yeah, it it was learning um, how to send relaxation signals to my body. Because first I have to understand asthma, asthma is, um, telling your body that you're, it's closing your airways up. And so I'm resending signals of relaxation, of openness to my body. So it, it's reprogramming your DNA. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why, you know, I said conscious like spiritual technology because you really are using codes. And I use the code for air element and I use the code for relaxation. And I program that into my body through repetition. So if you think about like computers, that's how it works, Right. Um, so we cha- we actually changed the coding of our DNA um, through that. And so what I did was not even just for me. It was for, you know, if I choose to have kids, I'm not going to be passing on those those signals mm-hmm. in their DNA to have asthma. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a very powerful thing to do when we start working with energy on a conscious level. Because we're working with energy all the time. But when you do it consciously, like, you know, like I'm doing it and teaching people to do it, it's saying, like, I am like a superhuman. I'm an airbender. I'm a firebender. I'm a waterbender. I can use all these elements and transform my whole entire life, right. transform my body from the inside out. All right. I like that. So what, so say that after, after hearing you today, somebody's like, all right, I think I'm into this. I, you know, or at least I want to try something. What are some basic techniques that we can start incorporating to our daily lives to improve our our Tantra, our just overall lives, but also our Tantric sex lives? I would say our biggest issue that I've noticed, everybody knows that this is our biggest issue, is stress. Everybody's stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the stress has affected the way that we function. Yeah. Um, and most of our sex issues is surrounded by stress. It's either, you know, mental stress or physical stress, trauma mm-hmm. stress. So in some way, we have stress. So my number one thing is to tell people, um, like I said, to meditate, but this specific meditation is to use space. So out of all the five elements, space is the master element. It's white light. It's our heart center, our heart chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, love heals all, right? Like literally <laughs> love, your heart creates the strongest vibration, 60 times stronger than your brain. Oh. So your, your heart has the strongest frequency, um, which is why, you know, it's, it's a very powerful energy to use. It creates light. It it's the, the energy that protects, that has mothers protecting their children, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that nurturing, open, receptive energy. And what we do with that is it actually creates openness in our bodies. So when we have stress, 
when we have trauma, it's tight. We have tension. We have no. We have defense in our bodies. And so to change that message, we need to reprogram openness, yes, love, trust, all of that. And so we can do that by cultivating energy in our heart center. And it doesn't have to be, you know, like people think get caught up in love and think it's this romantic feeling or the same feeling you get when butterflies when you're in love with somebody. (laughs) But it's a lot bigger than that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's God. And so by connecting with the God in your heart, that energy, you can literally create more openness in your body. And what you do is you use your breath and just do a simple slow exhale meditation where you just feel each of the rise and fall of your breath and allow tension to let go with every exhale. So it's like every time I exhale is an opportunity to release. Okay. So I wanted you to try this before you have any pleasure. You can do this together with your man, with your, your partners, whoever you can. What I do is I sit on my man's lap. Um, so there's a position called Yab Yum. It's a tantra position of union. And you've seen it before. You just don't know it's called Yab Yum, maybe. <laughs> but it's um, sitting on the dude's lap, straddles, right? Oh, okay. And Come on now. His hands, are behind, <laughs> his hands are behind your waist, and your hands are on his shoulders. And so you can do this and look at each other's eyes and actually breathe together. Oh, that's nice. So when like we that. do something like that before we have pleasure, you just, it is, right? Mm-hmm. You can You've established connection. You've um, established a non-sexual connection, too. So intimacy that is non-sexual is very important to do when we're trying to have these deeper, more relaxed experiences with Mm -hmm. more pleasure. So intimacy, trust, um, and it also helps you guys to sync your brainwaves and your heartbeat. Whenever we as humans breathe at the same time, um, automatically, it takes some time, but automatically we're going to start to sync together. And your heartbeats will beat together. And because of that, your brain waves are also going to fall in accordance. So you can get on the same length, wavelength, literally, with another person by doing this. And that's, like, the number one thing I give couples to do if they're, you know, if you're doing it. And if you're by yourself, then you do that white light, opening up your heart, and just relaxing with every exhale. I like that. So I just want to, I just want to, like, add, like, um... A side note on that, though. D- y'all, don't be doing that exercise with the fuckboys out here. They're not fully connected, y'all. They don't, they don't want to. They're not, they're not there, y'all. Just, just, just wait. Yes. <laughs> we, right? There's nothing wrong with waiting. I feel, we always want to jump into the sex so fast. But if you just be patient, um, it feels so much better. I think that's, a, I really like that exercise. And it's funny because it's, because like, Eye contact is very super intimate, and I, I don't think we realize how intimate and how like strong it could be until like you have to do it or you're doing it on purpose. Because uh-huh. I remember going to a conference last year, and the presenter was like, "All right, let's like go deep. Turn to the person next to you and stare in their eyes for one minute." And it was like, "Oh, um, this is." why why are we doing and it became like (laughs) it was it was an interesting exercise but it was just like it just shows like how like that type of exercise like eye contact and breathing and like really sitting with someone is is 
is real. It's, it's something like really intimate. And I didn't notice it until, I mean, I turned to a friend, like we were cool, but like, I couldn't keep my eyes on her. I just kept cracking up. She was cracking up because it was like, what the hell are we doing right now? But I think, <laughs> I think it was really an exercise in just like being present, opening yourself up, like really searching the person's face and really making that connection. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah. I know this, I know that we are, Oh, we're good. We're good on time. All right. So I think that, hold on one second. I have, I have a listener question coming through and my Instagram is acting up. Instagram's acting up for everybody today. Really? Okay. I thought it was just me. Cause I was really pissed off that I couldn't like post earlier to be like, Hey, Courtney's coming on, like send me your questions. So, okay. I thought it was just like me and my phone. I kept like turning. All right. So we have a listener question. <laughs> listener listener says listener basically says hey thanks so much for having this topic really wanted to hear more about this um how can i start thinking through um having having a tantric relationship with my partner where we're both practicing and it's not just me i've been working on tantra and improving this part by myself, but now I'd like to pull in my partner to have him be a little bit more serious in that. How can I broach this conversation, and what is what are some things that we can do? Oh, and okay, so were we doing solo, or we're talking about she wants to start with her partner first, right? She's already been doing solo, and she'd I like mean, sorry, to bring start with start solo first, and then add on her partner. Yeah, later. she'd like to bring her partner in now because I guess maybe she's brought this up, and well, like, you know what that yeah that exercise that we we're just talking about was perfect. Um, I don't know if she was able to hear, but the exercise where you sit in yab yum yeah. and you eye gaze and then you sink your breathing. Um, so that is a tantric practice. That's a tantric couples practice. And um, the advanced next step with that depends on where you're at um, is actually circulating energy through your channel. So through your partner's channel and through your channel, you guys are both circulating energy through both of your channels. So you share that actual chakra energy for each other. And it's a way to actually heal and balance the chakras as a couple. So that's what I would uh, suggest next. Um, one of the, my favorite books on that, um, on circulating energy with the microcosmic orbit was Montauk Chia. He has some really good books on that. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that made me realize too, that people need some video representations of these things. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on, you guys. Working Yay! on a lot more video content. So we can have some visual examples of all this stuff. Yay! I love it. So here's the thing. This is what I was gathering from her from her letter. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just adding on. What if like it sounds like she was talking about she added she's been doing this thing and she likes to bring her partner into it. What if her partner is like, what is this shit? what is this shit like what are you doing like what <laughs> what you why are we just staring at each other like how do you think she can broach this like slowly with her partner or bring it up to be like hey this is a thing and i want to do this with you and it's not weird yeah okay i hear that <laughs> um i always say i make it like a sexy homework kind of thing 
just like you guys would go out and like, oh, let's try a new hiking trail or let's try a new restaurant tonight. Oh. And I'm going to try a new way to have sex. Or we're going to try a new way to connect intimately. And it's really an exploration. Make it fun. I think the thing that makes it hard for us to approach people with is we already think it's weird. And so you're bringing that weird energy into your approach. But if you can really own it and understand why you want it and why it's good and really feel good about it, when you approach that person with it, you'd be like, hey, I want to do this because of this. Mm. And it's like, it's kind of like when you're selling something, like if you're trying to sell somebody something that you don't really believe in yourself yet, then it's going to come through that way. But if you really believe in what you're trying to share and you think it'll be better for that person, then it's, it doesn't even seem like a sell. So I think that's where the, the glory is or the magic is, is really think about why you want to do it. And you've already done it. Like she's already been practicing. So um, come to your partner from a need, a place of need. And I think that's usually when we're heard the best is, hey, I want to do this because I want to explore deeper intimacy or I want to feel more connected to you. I want to see, like, if this will make us feel even more connected. Um, and so, yeah, it's a spirit of exploration that really, like, guides these things. All right, so we're coming to the end of our time. Where can we find you? How can we support you? Do you have any upcoming events? And how can we support your work? Yes. Um, well, I have upcoming events. I'm actually speaking tomorrow at, in Long Beach, um, which is in California. <laughs> but it'll be streamed. It'll be streamed live on Facebook and Instagram. Nice. Um, it's with the ARP, so it's the um, African Restoration Project. And oh. you guys can find that on Instagram. But I'll be speaking tomorrow on sexual trauma, on actually our generational patterns of trauma, and how we can reverse those, how we can stop the patterns, stop doing. Um, you know, the same things and really empower ourselves and protect women and love women and fucking protect your queens. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous for, for me, you know, sometimes when I'm like talking about like, why do we go out in this world and we feel scared? We feel, we don't feel protected. We don't feel like we are worthy. And it's the environment that we are in has a big, you know, big reason to do with that. But mm. I'm going off on a tangent. Okay, let's talk about this tomorrow. Um, you, you guys can also find, um, like I said earlier, I'm building a lot more video content. So that'll be on my online school, um, tantrawithcourtney.com. And that'll be launching next month with Dope. its first video module. And I'm really excited for that because the module I'm filming is for sexual trauma. It's actually to help wake up our pelvis, wake up our bodies. So even if you don't suffer from trauma, it'll help you to um, release any tension, release those knots those negative memories, anything that hinders your full expression, your full pleasure. Uh, so, yeah, excited for that. And um, you guys can find me on Instagram, um, yes. Tantra with Courtney, and www.absolutetantra.com. That's my main website. If you follow that, you'll just see everything that I do, including these events coming up and the modules coming out next month. Yay! So, thank you, guys. I love that. All right. Last question before we let you go. How do you build your Vagisteam? So Vagisteam was a term that I coined a few years ago where basically I feel that if folks build the esteem of their vulva and vaginas, they are more likely to have healthy and more satisfying sex lives. So how do you build your Vagisteam? I touch my Yoni and tell her nice things and like look at her in the mirror and be like, damn, she is 
pretty. Hey. <laughs> that was the, that was the truth. That's all I have for you. <laughs> I love that. No, that was absolutely perfect. I love it. Courtney, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time out to teach us. I, you know, I got to get my breathe on. I'm already trying to get my eat, my mindful eating on. So I'm yes. trying to get my mindful tantra on. I need to integrate that. So thank you so much for teaching us. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And I can't wait to see what you do next. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Yay!